<laughs> Hello, this is the Inside Out. We're back again with another podcast. Like uh, it's been two years. I'm with two other people, Diana and uh, Ali Shay. Ali Shay, yeah. Ali Shay, yeah. Uh, he's not a rapper. Though. He's not a rapper. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm not a rapper. So background to to what we've been doing. Uh, two years ago, 2018, we uh, we started doing the podcast. I started doing the podcast with uh, one of my other co-hosts. Uh, Muhammad and uh, we uh, we did three episodes and we just moved on to another year 2019 uh, I did two episodes three episodes I'm not sure with uh, Parto my second co-host and then I'm back again 2020 summer uh, with two other co-hosts Alicia and Diana here um, we're back with uh, a couple of more ideas we call a couple of more topics to talk about anything uh, we're just experimentally talking about whatever Uh, so uh, here's Diana. She is uh, a dear friend of mine, <laughs> and she's a very active girl. She's very smart. Oh, and you. there is Ali Shea, one of my good friends. Uh, it's been a long time since I saw him yeah. last. Uh, but yeah, so he's uh, he's a technophile. He knows a lot about things. So he's a genius. These two are the epitome of ingenuity. So I'm going to be challenged <laughs> by these two. So, what's up, Diana? How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm happy to be here, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, that's good. What's up, Alicia? You good? Yeah, yeah I'm good. I'm good. I'm really excited All right. about being in this podcast with you two. Why are you speaking like rappers? Uh, yeah, because because I'm Alicia. You know, <laughs> yeah. Alicia look like rappers, but mm-hmm. you know, she's is uh, kind of Chinese word to me. Uh huh. Yeah, means yeah. who. Uh-huh, it means who? Yeah, who? who? Ali who? Ali who? It, <laughs> yeah, it's it's another like Chinese that. word. Uh-huh, oh after, my god! Okay. But yeah, yeah, all right. All right, so we here. Uh, we we um we've uh, gathered uh, a topic here. Uh, let me tell you some. Um, it's summer. What is it? July or June? June. Yeah, June. June. Right. Yeah. So it's June. Uh, let's go back a couple of months. It was the beginning, a week of Espan, where uh, we heard the news of coronavirus, and then uh, everyone, everybody was, uh, you know, frantic about, you know, whatever was going on. So uh, we had a lockdown, so we had to stay home, supposedly stay home, and then uh, things changed. So we we were quarantined for a couple of months, and then, uh, well, we are going to talk about our, you know, uh, insights and perspectives on what happened. Uh, pre-quarantine, uh, you know, after quarantine and whatever. Um, but a lot of things changed, basically, and, and a lot of things are going to change more. Um, so it was, um, I, was it the first week of Isfahan? Was it the second? I'm not really sure. The, when did things close down? When was um, it? I think it was the second week. I'm, I'm not sure. sure. So I think it was the eighth or ninth of Isfahan where things closed down. So basically, we we just... We had to stop our norm, normal daily lives and then stay home uh, to, you know, you know, protect ourselves against the virus. So we're going to talk about that. So Ali, uh, how did you uh, approach, you know, this uh, phenomenon of staying home and, you know, hearing about the coronavirus, yeah. the pandemic? You know, uh, I believe people had many kind of experiences during the lockdown. But uh, about me... Uh, if you want to know about my personal experience, first thing you need to know is that I'm not quite a social person. I mean, not antisocial, but, uh, you know, I'm not as social as the people who uh, didn't see the beauty in lockdown. You know, um, I was sitting in home 
working from home, mm-hmm. sleeping like a polar bear, mm-hmm. and I had everything I've ever wanted. And you know, uh, the the biggest thing to mention here uh, was that I f- I could feel the only gap between me and happiness, and that was you know the people. Uh, I was like, okay, Ali, this is the time that no one will call you asking for a walk. So just use it. And I think that was a nirvana to me. Oh, yeah? Experiences, yeah. So people asking you for walks is like a nightmare? Uh, No, no, not like a nightmare. But uh, sometimes, yes, it's like a nightmare. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So you you had it good during the quarantine. It was good. Yeah, it was good to me. It was good to me. Perfect. What about you, Diana? What did you do? Uh, Well, you know, I'm quite an extroverted person, so it was really hard for me not to communicate with the people I love, not seeing them. Uh, I didn't get out of the house for like one month, so I didn't see my friends. I see my friends every day, so it was very tough. And, you know, um, in our families, we usually... uh, don't have a lot of communications. We don't talk to each other that much. I, I mean, in a lot of Iranian families. So it was really hard for me not to communicate for over one month. Oh, yeah. All right. So um, did you have it good? Uh, well, no, to be honest, no. But I had some time to think about some stuff. And, uh, you know, um, I had a new perspective about life when the quarantine was over. What, what did you learn? Well, I didn't learn anything. It was like a journey. In your daily routine life, uh, you go to work, you come back home, you sleep, and there is not enough time to think about yourself to see what's actually going on in your mind, what's actually going on, in, you know, in your heart, uh, in your heart. So, uh, yeah, I had this time to focus on myself and see what's happening, asking questions. It was hard. It was tough. I felt a lot of pain, but at the end, I think it was a good experience. For me, it was a horrible experience. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you do? I know. Yeah, right. I do. So basically, I started the quarantine with uh, watching The Hobbit. So I was on a, you know, kind of a binge watching of Lord of the Rings and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was uh, I was watching The Hobbits. And then, I, you know, whenever I watch a movie, I basically go... After I'm done watching the movie, I be, I just uh, start reading on about the movie, the directors, and mm-hmm. whatever, and uh, whatever. So the th- the thing that I do right after finishing the movie is just check IMDb for whatever information there is. So mm-hmm. I was very I was fascinated for some reason about a documentary of The Hobbit and Peter Jackson, and then uh, the first I think the first ten days was great because it was new, and then I, I had been working a lot. Like I've been working since. Uh, like every day, 8 a.m., 10 p.m. So it was a lot of hours, and then yeah. and then nothing. So um, it was good the first 10 days, and after that, it got weird. It got to the point that you know, basically, I, I had no inclination to do anything. The things that I was interested in no longer seemed interesting. So the thing like a gaming, hello, like you know, I, I'm fascinated by games, but you know. Nothing. So there was no enthusiasm to actually launch the game and play it. There was no enthusiasm for watching movies. So I was like, you know, in a shock. I couldn't do anything and I couldn't go outside. And, you know, I could go outside. But, you know, the the the, uh, the, the thing it was that you, you went outside. It was weird. People wore masks. and You, you know how it was yeah, back then. It's yeah. better now. But back then it was like really depressing. So it was like 
uh, cloudy every day, and then I couldn't see the sunlight. It was it was a swirl of nightmare. I was drowning, and you know, going that. But uh, I I uh, I learned a lot during the quarantine. What I did learned, you learn? I learned that it was a fucked up experience. <laughs> that, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't have to make a good thing out of everything. You know, uh, when I was in the quarantine, I woke up every day to these uh, pictures that influencers posted on Instagram. Like, they are working out, they're doing something positive, they are so happy, and I was like, fuck off, really? Why should I be happy in this fucked up situation? Really, it it's just too much. He pressure. was happy. Ali was happy. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I was different. happy. I was happy. But mm-hmm. I know that there are many people out there have many different experiences. Mm-hmm. That was my experience. Yeah, and you know he's a tech nerd, and usually tech nerds have fun with their laptop, so he was fine. But <laughs> I wasn't because I need people around me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, probably, probably. But I believe uh, that's okay uh, mm. to not uh, to not be okay. In these situations, um, is that the Selena Gomez songs or something? No, that was uh, I don't know. Was it Justin Bieber? What was that? Like it's okay not know, to be. I it's only Selena Gomez. Yeah, no, no, no. Selena sure, Gomez. never say never. Was uh, Justin Bieber? That was Justin Bieber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay this is Alan the Button. He's a philosopher. and don't like. Okay. Probably don't like uh, Justin okay. Bieber. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so it's okay not to be okay in yeah. situations. But you know, influencers were influencing influencing my ass off. It was like, stop influencing me. I'm fine. I'm fine with my fucking life. I don't need you to tell me what to do and what not to do. I don't need you to tell me to work out every day. Because I don't want to. And you know, you feel this pressure like you have to do something. Did you also feel that pressure? I felt a lot of pressure. <laughs> like I felt everything <laughs> on me, but yeah, it was it was it was bad. It was bad. I I had phases during quarantine. Phases. Like yeah, first phase was good. The second wave phase was uh, was weird, and and then we we moved towards the uh, the new year, and then it was uh, when it was the time that you know it got really serious that they they stopped people from working, and then my father was home, and you know nobody was you know mm. supposed to open their stores, so everybody was home. So it was kind of a you know relieving experience. You know, basically everybody was home, nobody was you know being uh, you know endangered somehow. But uh, but the fact that I uh, my lifestyle changed to um, to a mayhem of uh, staying up till late at night, like early morning, and then going to bed, uh, waking up again when it was almost sundown, and then the same thing over and over again. So when you when you get when you stay inside, your uh, level of you know it's just you get vitamin D deficient. You know basically you just. Your serotonin drops, you get depressed. It just gets really bad to the point that you no longer know what you want. So, and then I, I don't care about the influencers pretty much. You know, they influence nothing. <laughs> but, you know, they influence the people who have no power over themselves. So yeah, but, you know, the number is going up like crazy. I don't know why people care about these shitty people. Like, who the fuck are you to influence me? Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay, even a philosopher can't influence me. You are just a shitty person. Right, so coronavirus fucked up everything. Not many, you know, just basically, I don't know, I wish he hadn't come somehow. Uh But there are a lot of things that, you know, change, and there are a lot of things that will change in the future. So what do you think of the upsides of coronavirus? Uh, Ah, I believe there are lots of upsides here. 
Um, I don't know. Uh, the first thing uh, I believe is that people know. Um, I don't know how to how to uh, how to improve their health and their hygiene in their life. And first of all, um, they know how accurately can wash their hands. You know, this is probably a little thing, but I believe that people must think about their body and their health. And this is something which happened in coronavirus. Mm-hmm. People are thinking that. Um, okay, I use my thumb. So I in, should wash it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I should. So, so I should wash it. You know, I use my thumb in everything I do with my hand. Okay. Um, then you have to disinfect everything that you, you know, yeah. touch, whatever. It can also, yeah, you know, it can really hurt people who have OCD. It can fuck them up. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! I know because I, <laughs> I know, know that he, I know well. he has OCD. That's why I read, read that. I up. actually developed a, an OCD because you know <laughs> it was not intentional because you know uh, it was like a you know people were doing it and we were being told to do it. Oh, you're getting it. Uh, just yeah, you know. it's, it's it's hot here. <laughs> but so you know people here. were doing it. You're being told <laughs> okay. to um, to do it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, basically, you, you know, you would go out, you come inside, you know, for the sake of not carrying the uh, virus, mm-hmm. you yeah. would disinfect everything that you had when you were out. So your phone, your keys, whatever. And then it, it, it became kind of a routine every day, like you would do this. And then to the point that uh, I personally got sensitive around anything. That I I had when he, I, I went outside, so I, I thought like you know, so uh, maybe I'm carrying the virus on my clothes, maybe I'm carrying the virus on whatever, and then uh, it was kind of weird because uh, the thing is that you don't know, and then the fact that you don't know makes you worried, you know, and then probably uh, 99.9% of the things that I disinfected were never infected, mm-hmm. and, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's the thought of. Sure. The probability that it might be infected that makes you do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, sure. But you know, when people feel something unbalanced mm-hmm. in their life, they change it. You know, the viruses and germs are something we are feeling right now in our life. Okay, we didn't feel it before coronavirus. They were existed, mm-hmm. but you know now. We can feel that there is a need yeah. to be more healthier. Yeah. To you know, wash. I'm not saying everything. Mm-hmm. To wash the things which are probably transferring viruses or germs. And uh, what I mean by unbalancing, um, it means that when you have OCD and you feel uncomfortable, you will do something to help this pandemic um, um, goes out, you know, and um, probably in future, we don't need to wash our hands to, uh, you know, to be more hygiene, but probably the society will do some other stuff. Mm -hmm. So everything will be um, more clean. Everything will be cleaner, you Mm -hmm. know. Yeah, maybe that can be an upside. But, you know, I, I really don't think about this stuff. Like, my upside was that I understood I'm nothing. It was a relief. What do you mean? 
you know, when I was in the quarantine, I had a lot of overthinking. Like, I used to think a lot, I used to read a lot, and it was a scary movie, to mm-hmm. be honest. It wasn't beautiful, but uh, I think extreme pain is also good uh, if you want to level up yourself. So I just kept thinking about, you know, when you stop working for the society, you think, okay, what other usages I have? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you understand nothing, you know? Uh, and when you reach that point, it's really scary, but I finally reached that point and I was like, okay, so. What do you I mean, mean, what do you you have for society? Uh, no, no. Uh, you know, I thought about actually that society was using me. Okay. okay. And now that it's not using me, I don't have any usage, even for myself. And why does everything has to have a usage? Do you understand uh, me? Yeah, but you know, the, 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 the thought and the actuality of being useful is needed. So it's just, you know, if you're yeah, useless... Yeah, it's needed, but who put it in your mind that you need to be useful? Society. Does. Exactly. And when you don't, feel, uh, you don't work, you feel useless. That's why people were baking cakes when they were in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> they needed to do something. The sound engineer was baking bread. <laughs> yeah, he was he baking, baking bread. He was baking bread. He was baking barbarian quarantine. Wow. I saw the pictures... And it was great, man. I thought I thought about baking barbary. That you know, the moment I saw your story, <laughs> because I couldn't buy. You know, I, I bought I bought two barberries in the first week of you know the quarantine. So it was, uh, you know, again you get the bullshit idea of that. You know, the bread might be infected, so the guy who took it out of the oven might have <laughs> kind of got the mucus on. You know, oh, the thought oh is you know, kind of debilitating. So I, I, we stopped, you know, I stopped buying that. But the moment I saw his story, I was like, damn, that's a good bread. <laughs> that's a good bread. So I was like, yeah, but yeah, I get your point mm-hmm. that, you know, um, you need to have the, I don't know. I'm not sure. The thing is, because uh, the use, uh, my usefulness was basically, I would go out, you know, teach a couple of people, do this, do that, mm-hmm. and then it would stop. And then for me to get to a point that I, what other uses would I have? It, it would take a long time. So you can't, it's not something that, you know, basically if, if, if in a scenario, everything just finished, like they would say that your previous life is up to right now, it's over, you're no longer this, and then you have to just shift to something else, you would do something. But then our lives were not finished, our lives were paused. So in the pause, you can't just basically start doing something. No, no, I'm not, you have to do. I'm not talking about starting to do something. I'm talking about being workaholic. I think most of the people are workaholic now. Uh, yeah, you know. And it's sad. You know, I think with myself that if I don't need the money, who will, be, who will I become? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All do, right. you, do you understand this? And what will I do if I don't need the money? I don't need the work. So what should I do? Oh, that, that's I, I remember the quote. Uh, I, I don't have my phone. It's uh, uh, by uh, who I wrote something on Instagram. Uh, the writer says, uh, I am what I have. And if I lose what I have, then what am I? And, you know, and, I uh, thought with myself, what I have in the society is shit. I have nothing like, OK. So I'm I'm an English teacher like you. Well, I don't have that much experience. I'm not I've, an English teacher. Yeah, you're not. Okay. <laughs> He's not an English teacher, for example. He didn't teach me English. <laughs> okay. None of this happened. <laughs> None of this I happened. Don't happened don't but you know, but you know, you think with yourself, so is this really an important thing so you <laughs> teach a language to someone? So what? 
You know what I'm saying? What you have isn't that valuable. I know and what you're this saying, is sad. Now I'm saying. What? <laughs> I know what you're saying. I'm just, you know. Um, Why are you reading uh, his you know, notes? I, I, I'm curious because, you know, there are a couple of interesting things written here. I'm just, you know, trying to glance at what, what's uh, okay. been written. Uh, you know, can you believe, like, I forgot the majority of things I wanted to say? Yeah, me too. I, well, I never about, think about it. No, I mean, I forgot what I wanted to say. Like, basically, <laughs> I, I preached you two yeah. not to write anything. Yeah. And then I said I was going to have it in my head, but then I forgot. Okay. So, so I'm not practicing. Let the guy with a lot yeah. of notes go on and say what he wants to say. Self-knowledge. What about you? You're like, uh, what, what she talks about, did you like, uh, did you spend quality time pondering about yourself, your existence? Or you just worked and kept busy? Um, you know, about self-knowledge, I gained um, not so many things mm-hmm. in lockdown because, you know, I'm a home person. Okay, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kind of person who are mostly at home. Mm-hmm. And probably watching some movies, um, doing some works, playing some video games. And there's always an interesting thing in being alone to knowing yourself better. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that happened to all people, also to me, mm-hmm. that um, I could spend more time for myself knowing um, what, I, what I like, okay. what I like the most. So I have a question. How do you know... What you are understanding about yourself is real. How do you know? Oh, that you're going spend- philosophical, <laughs> and that's another thing. So, yeah, I'm going philosophical. Yeah. Well, what did you say? What? I'm, I'm. I was saying that. How do you know that self knowledge you gained isn't just your illusions? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you no, just can know. Can you so- elaborate? What do you mean? Okay. For example, you realize something about yourself that's just an illusion illusion, and that's not the reality. You know, you create another picture of yourself. So how do you differentiate reality with illusion? Well, that's the thing I'm saying, okay? Mm, Sometimes you mistake your feelings as a general truth. When you cannot differentiate something with another thing, maybe they both not existed. Maybe they're they're both both the same. The same thing, yeah. Yeah, no, for example, imagine this scenario. You are not a lonely person. You have a lot of people around you. Okay. Okay. So this is the reality. You have a lot of people around you, mm-hmm. but deep inside you feel alone. This you consider this feeling mm-hmm. as a general truth, and okay. you believe that you are lonely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. I know. Yeah. So uh, what, I didn't. What? I didn't quite get what you said. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I was paying attention to that number. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but that's kind of if you want to go there. Oh. Yeah, that's a long oh. path. If you want to come with me, you can come. I, I, I really didn't get what you said mm-hmm. by loneliness. <laughs> yeah, I, Guys, sorry. I, mean, I know, I know. Okay. Okay, but uh, about uh, self-knowledge, mm-hmm. I believe that every person had a past before mm-hmm. his current situation. Yeah. And that past would define their future. Can we have a pause? You know? Like a two-minute pause, please? Yeah, can you? After he's done? Ah, okay, okay, yeah. So, what was saying? You said that that past influences the future. Influences the future, of course. And self-knowledge is both an illusion and reality at the same time. Because, you know, you may think, 
I could change my past and I would influence my future in another way. Okay, um, that would be possible if you were in the past, but you are in present and in present, you know yourself as you what you've done in the past. And you know, um, the self-knowledge is something which... Um, you mean it changes during the time? It changes during the time mm-hmm. and it's not an illusion. You know, you're knowing yourself by uh, the vibes of your brain. Okay, yeah, this is you. But this sometimes, you. just this imagine you are sitting on a chair and you're mm-hmm. looking at a window. Okay, mm-hmm. when you are thinking about yourself, okay, you are thinking about yourself. You just see that window. You just see that window for a long, long time. Okay, uh-huh. you don't change that seat. But when someone else is talking about you, suddenly the suddenly the chair just you know turns around and you can see another aspect of yourself. All right, everybody, we're yeah. gonna have a break. <laughs> and we're gonna we'll be, be back. back. <laughs> Bye-bye. God damn it! What's Holy shit, is hot. I'm okay. Three, two, one. Hello, this is the Inside Out. Okay, uh, we're so where back we again go? from what? Uh, uh, we were talking about self-knowledge and how ah. we can get the full perspective of ourselves and we should know other people uh, other people's perspective about ourselves so we can get a full image that aspect thing you talked about mm-hmm. is so important yeah exactly it's so important and i think uh, when you spend a lot of time with yourself it's good mm-hmm. but it doesn't give you a chance to see yourself from other people's perspective and vision exactly Exactly. And the other side exists too. You mm-hmm. know, uh, many people mm-hmm. are not. Uh, okay. Okay. Talking louder. Okay. <laughs> Talk <cool>. louder. <laughs> All right. Okay. And many people mm-hmm. have uh, don't have many times to be alone for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they're with, um, with some friends. They come back home. They mm-hmm. sleep and wake up. And another friend just called, going for a walk, going for to a yeah, party. That's me. That, else? That's exactly me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, I've decided to spend my a more alone time with myself. But yeah. Okay. You okay? Yeah. You good? Yeah. Yeah. It's a All right. Okay. So put that shit aside. Self knowledge, whatever. <laughs> so what's gonna happen after quarantine? Is uh, the you know um, personally I don't have a. Per- optimistic view of what's going to happen in the yeah, future me because too. um this the things are um you know call me a conspiracy theorist but first of all they're called conspiracy theory mm-hmm. because people refuse to think about the possibilities of those theories so um you know so that's what it is but um the thing is it's not going to have a bright uh outcome Uh, in the future what do you uh, think is going to happen the things I don't know what's going to happen but the thing is whatever is going to happen is going to change the uh, you know it's going to be a globalization it's going to be uh, well it's going to be uh, the, the the discussion of what nations can do and unite in order to uh, you know either defeat or stay immune to future attacks mm. but that is the front of the topic outside mm-hmm. in the back There are more things going on. So the front is, let's unite the nations. You know, that's my theory. Basically, like, it's going to be United Nations talk, and every nation is going to be like, every nation, sing, every single nation was affected by coronavirus. So yep. there's going to be something that, you know, every nation is going to be involved in the process of what we're going to do after the pandemic, once the pandemic, and, and then whatever. Uh, so 
But that's going to be the uh, it's going to be the newsworthy front of the story. It's, so, it's something mm. that people are going to see and say, "All right, that's good." Globalization. Countries are going to get together and do something for the betterment of our world. Bullshit. Uh-huh. That's the front. Behind that, things are going to happen which are more drastic, which are more, and uh, you know, uh, it's going to be uh, toward a, a, a self-centered, um, you know, a world where countries no longer have their own individual sovereignty. There's only one sovereignty. There's only one government. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. think they're all going to unite and be one government? Well, they're not going to unite. They're going to be forced to unite. They're mm-hmm. going to f- be forced to uh, shape into one being. And one being controls every being. So it's mm-hmm. not going to be like, you know, for example, uh, 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 the Western countries are going to be like, you know, we we need this. We, we need to do that. And another country is going to be like, no, we're, we're not, we're not going to do that. But once the countries uh, are allied... And they sign a treaty, they sign a contract. You're obliged to do what the head of that treaty says. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be for the betterment of our world. It's That's easier to control. It's easier to control. It's easier to enforce the, uh, the, the laws and whatever onto the people. It's like, you know, uh, the thing is like wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. You know, wearing a mask, you know. There have been anecdotal evidence of whether wearing a mask is actually effective yes. to cor- coronavirus or not. You see, if you paid attention, in the beginning, everywhere, there was a talk that masks don't do anything. Yeah, even, I, in, even in the WHO uh, site, uh, website, I saw it that it's not And then they necessary. changed their minds. Yeah. And then they said that, no, the masks are necessary, obligatory, mandatory, you have to wear it. What? What happened here? Yeah. So there are a lot of things we don't know. And this coronavirus is supposedly, you know, the things I'm not a scientist, but from from the, uh, you know, the, the videos that a lot of doctors mm-hmm. recorded themselves and a lot of these uh, scientists who gave their opinion on the thing is there's nothing normal about how this virus came to be and how it is spread. Mm-hmm. There's nothing normal of about it. Of course this. it's not. Of course it's not. Um, um, they were eating bats for like a long time. So what happened? No, all that's, the seven, that's, all a, the that's something that the mm-hmm. news creates. It's not in the media, but that's, that's the news. But the thing is, I'm not sure what's going to happen. But I'm sure uh, what's actually going to happen is never going to be shown on TV. What's going to be shown on TV is the things that you would like to see. It's like a, mm-hmm. a very friendly, a very united, strong world where everybody got strong and, you mm-hmm. know, survived yeah, through the coronavirus. Yeah, Everybody's that, happy. That shit, that shit, yeah. But in the back, mm-hmm. things are happening. So happen. I have a question. Do you really think that the governors will let go of their power to unite? Uh, it's, it's very much more complicated mm-hmm. than that because mm-hmm. it's not it's not about... The people in charge of governments is about, you know, it's it's not that. There is a higher power at play here. And then and, and and something is off, really. It's not it's not it's not that I'm crazy. It's not that every conspiracy theorist is like, you know, living in their mom's basement and just, you know, trying to gather information about what what is happening. There is something going on and there's something that is too wrong in this world. There is. And you know, there and when you see it, when you put the pieces together, everything adds up that the world is going to a direction that every conspiracy theory is thinking. Like, it's going to that exact direction. Globalization, one world, 
But that globalization is going to benefit who? Uh, that's exactly my question. I wanted to ask you, who is the actual power here? Like, okay, they're going to unite. Know. They're going to unite. But who is the actual power? We don't know. You know, we don't know a lot of things. And even those conspiracy theories, there are something behind them that we still don't know. So you can never be yeah, sure. Yeah, there's something behind everything that you don't know. And it it kind of drives you, you crazy. You it know? doesn't, actually. It, it, yeah. it makes you it interested. Um, yeah, it makes you interested. But the fact that you will never know the truth, it's kind of, you know, it uh, suffocates but you. You're Diana, if, um, you know, if, if there's a power behind all these nations, mm-hmm. you know, um, why it should be um, created in this coronavirus time? You know, mm-hmm. if there's a power behind every kind of nation, okay, so there was a power behind all of them, mm-hmm. and um, nothing new should be created in this coronavirus time after the pandemic or, I don't know, globalization or anything mm-hmm. like that. And... Um, I think the globalization is something that the world is going toward. And um, the, the base reason is that we are getting more and more connected. And, you know, if there is something shitty in, for example, Middle East, we see a lot of shitty things in Middle East. Mm-hmm. You know, it can uh, be brought to America. It can brought to, I don't know, Europe. Mm-hmm. You have a very optimistic view oh, here. Oh, come on. Yeah. That, that's not you know, optimistic. That, that globalization is different. That globa- globalization mm-hmm. is really different. Uh, and this is uh, the thing that Mehdi was talking about. It's like mm-hmm. a better way to control people. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that, no, America won't let, I don't know, Asian people to bring their problems there. I think this will never happen. And um, why personally, I think the media is being controlled. It's being controlled, and we don't know what's really going on. And what is highlighted, what is highlighted is... Ebola uh, was started in Africa. Ebola was started in Africa, Mm -hmm. but didn't spread it. Who treated treated Ebola in Africa? Do you remember that video that that, that woman Um, said that uh, that Ebola was created by the scientists? Actually, um, you know, I I don't have that view that you do. Okay. Um, I'm, you see, um, maybe I'm being very pessimistic towards everything. Yeah, but, I, I, you know. I'm something in between you two. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm not pessimistic uh, that much, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to see um, that um, what you're trying to say is like who started Ebola? Um, Americans. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'm, I'm probably Who not. treated Ebola? Americans. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe right? not. Yeah. Uh, for all we know is, may, like, maybe Ebola just, you know, uh, kind of mutated by itself and whatever, and, and Americans treated it. And, um, yeah, they did a nice thing. But the thing, thing is, <laughs> the thing is, um, you know, uh, Americans do not have a good history of actually solving something. And if they actually yeah. did... There was something that benefited them. Yeah, exactly. So it's like mm-hmm. it's like you know I, I'm not you know I'm not like you know uh, you know hearts and needles over America and you know their their sovereignty is that throughout history Americans have been having a front of the issue. It's just the front of the issue, and people are realizing it. And if you look at yeah. social media, or whatever people are realizing that America is not 
this thing that they claim to be. It's like America is not exactly. what, what you see in Hollywood. So exactly. it's just, you know, um, the thing is, I'm trying not to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm just trying to see them um, in a way that, you know, so that they kind of prove me wrong. You know, hmm. they, they, they should prove me wrong. They haven't. The more hmm. I learn about what they're doing, the more I kind of get uh, suspicious and, you know, un, you know, uh, against what what they're doing that's my theory mm-hmm. but uh but you know that's what i'm trying to say is uh you can you can kind of um get the word the new world order from uh, you know a lot of yeah. uh, politicians in america george bush did it uh, the father george w bush said it uh, the new world order is uh is their agenda is their target is um you know people you know, when, when you talk about conspiracy theories, that people, ah, you're crazy, you know, whatever, uh, you're, you're, you're hallucinating, whatever. But maybe I am. You know, I'm not leaving the option that maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm totally wrong. And maybe I'm not. And based on my reason, reasoning and knowledge, I'm very much not. And yes. you know, based on, that's what I'm thinking. So is that like the new order, order benefits who? It's like, War for Americans benefits who? It's like when they impose war on a country, are they going to liberate the country? We know what happens you know, the countries they invade. You know, and yeah, and oh. Nobody is doing charity in the modern world. Not America, not any other country of is course. doing charity here. Of course. Yeah. But, you know, we have win-lose games, we have lose-lose games, and we have win-win games. Okay? Oh God, okay, <laughs> okay. And... You know, this is something logical. Okay, the conspiracy theories are still there. Um, some of them are likely to be true. Yeah. Maybe they're wrong. Maybe they're right. It's okay. But, you know, this is a logical thing mm-hmm. that Ebola mm-hmm. wouldn't be started from a country with a very high health rate. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, Finland. For example, I don't know, Germany. It is more probable to be started in Africa mm-hmm. or, for example, Afghanistan. So you're saying that the coronavirus started in China because the uh, health and hygiene were low? Uh, of course that it was. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, not, I'm not only saying that. I'm saying that if you're talking about some first world countries, mm-hmm. they may be, be affected, affected mm-hmm. by the countries which have lower grade standards. Really? If they want if they want to actually teach them, I don't know, hygiene or send the equipments to those countries, they can do it. They don't want to do it. They but don't who is do who it. is correct? We don't know. We're gonna figure out on the next episode of this podcast, we're gonna wrap it up. It's been too long. It's been forty minutes, forty two minutes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh we're gonna continue this. Usually it happens like we start recording and then we don't finish. But we're going to talk about this, share our opinions more on, you know, these uh, theories and then let you people know uh, what the conclusion is. So uh, that's it. Bye bye. Uh, Have a nice day. Bye bye.